Welcome to the Inclusive Education Project. I'm Vicki Brett. I'm Amanda Salohi. We're two civil rights lawyers on a mission to change the conversation about education, civil rights, and modern activism. Each week, we're going to explore new topics which are going to educate and empower others and give them a platform to enact change in education and level the playing field. We were just talking about how it's going to be a heat wave this weekend if you live in California. If you live in other parts, you might have already had a heat wave. For instance, Arizona is probably already 120. I don't know. Gross. Sorry if you live in Arizona. (laughs) I commiserate with you to a certain extent because I go there often and my sandals melt often on the sidewalks. Yeah, it's a dry heat. It's gross. I just can't handle it. Yeah. And that's like, you you just can't do anything. I don't know. Yeah. But it's supposed to be like 100 in the valleys in California this weekend. It's mid July. That's why we're not on top of See, our recording. Because Amanda thinks it's June. Her calendar says April still. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I need to change that. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Hopefully, you guys have a good weekend, drink plenty of fluids, or you had a good weekend because this will drop on Tuesday. Well, that's true. Hopefully, you survived the earthquake. I almost said earthquake because there's probably going to be another earthquake because well, that's, what, that's what we've been about dealing how with. The weather was because it was like super. Like muggy, but like cloudy. It yeah. Earthquake weather. That earthquake we had. The two. Both. Like, them. what was that? That was on like one July fifth. One was on the fourth. Then the one on the sixth, fifth. See, I'm all mixed up. I don't know what days this is. <laughs> the one on the fifth that shook my place so much, and I was telling people I, I lived through the Northridge quake, being real close to Northridge, and. So most earthquakes nowadays don't really bother me. Like, I don't even wake up to them. But this one, my entire, like, building was, like, swaying right. back and forth, which is, like, what it's supposed to yeah. do, but I, I guess. Also, but also, it being at night, because the one during the day, yes, of course, the second one was, was stronger, but it was, like, you're in the day, it's, like, okay, like, you're, like, yeah. all right. And then that one was at night, and for us we have our like little nest cam and it's still perched on Blair's like crib. Oh yeah. We even like put it on the wall. Did or it fall she in? She hasn't like, no, but it was shaking so hard. Cause it's like a pretty big ledge. Yeah. But it was shaking so hard. Like I was fine, but then I'm watching her in her oh, crib and it shit. made it seem as if her crib was just like, and she's like perfectly <laughs> still. She's knocked out. But I was just like, California girl sleeps through the earthquakes. earthquakes already. Like, <laughs> She's seen the most rain in California since forever, and now she... Maybe she yeah. brought all... The, I'm just kidding. Oh I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, no, I didn't even feel the one on the 4th of July because Liam and I were walking to the parade down on Huntington. said that. So I was, like, walking on PCH, and I did not feel it. But, like, when you're walking or driving in a car, like, I feel like you just don't feel it the same. I heard a lot of people thinking that they were already drunk. <laughs> oh my God, that's Because it was 4th of July. I heard that a lot. But yeah, it's crazy out here. But when I was in Denver, we were on this like shuttle bus to get up to the peak of um, Pikes Peak. And someone, the like driver was asking us where we were from. And oh, yeah. he's like, oh, California. He's like, oh, you guys surviving those earthquakes. And he was asking the other people on the bus. And apparently this guy from Montana was like, they just had a big one. And that's not common in Montana. So if you're in Montana, sorry. I don't know if we sent it to you, but did you see pictures of the crack? Oh, no, I did not. There's, like, a huge crack. Out in that, the Mojave? Yeah, no. that happened because of it. Like, people California were joking, California grew two inches. 
that's how it like will just apart from the rest of the I mean if we end up being an island anyway <laughs> climate change is real moving on um, today's back to our so, regular scheduled yeah, program we use a lot of our social media to promote not just the podcast but our law firm and one of the bigger ones that we use is Instagram and Instagram actually this last week publicly and spoke to Time Magazine about their war on bullying. So we wanted to talk about bullying in the schools, not just towards special education students, but to our peers in, you know, like you go on celebrities pages and people like they have to turn off their comments because people yeah. are just so awful. Like, yeah. Why are people doing that? Uh, obviously, we're not getting into the into the psychology of why people do that but we wanted to kind of give you guys some information about bullying and what it is and actually amanda had written an article for lawyer magazine right? OC, oc lawyer, lawyer. yeah 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 so specifically like orange county but they asked me to write it was they wanted to do like it was part of the cover feature on education so they asked me to talk about bullying and you know, in light of Instagram's, they're calling it the war on bullying, which I feel like a war on bullying should have started like a very long time ago. But it just, I don't know, it really frustrates me. And like, if you read the article, you probably saw or felt my frustration coming out in my writing. There are laws that kind of get to the problem of bullying, but it's not enough. The laws that are there are few and far between. And even what's there, like, it just doesn't do anything. There's not really an implementation component. It's kind of like how we talked about, like, these, the recent dyslexia guidelines are just guidelines. Like, it's very similar to that. Like, essentially everything that's in there, well, so that's all it is. Let's take it back. All right, so just a Google Dictionary definition of bullying or to bully is, is to just me. And then I know that you have a definition mm -hmm. as well that's going to be more in-depth. It's like... You know, if you just look it up, it's seek to harm, intimidate, or coerce someone perceived as vulnerable. So we get into a discussion of how comedy, right? People poke mm -hmm. fun at things, but these are core things that I think, you know, harming, intimidating, or trying to make somebody do something are, is I think a good kind of base like a foundation of like that definition. Yeah, so CDC and the U.S. Department of Education has put out a number of studies, the National Center for Injury Prevention and Control, Division of Violence Prevention. They have some definitions and some statistics. So they define bullying as repeated threats, physical or verbal attacks, rumors, and exclusion. And it's considered a type of psychological as well as physical harassment that is linked to various mental health challenges. And then they go on to define a separate cyberbullying because it's become a phenomenon that's a little bit different than our traditional bullying, which is bullying that takes place over digital devices and can occur through email, text, social media, or other applications. And then, you know, they know, they say, well, no exact cause and effect is automatic between bullying and severe mental health challenges or leading to success or attempts of suicide. A correlation certainly does exist. This is one of those things that I feel like is being portrayed in certain media outlets as what people would call a snowflake issue. Oh, people are too sensitive. Like, I hear that a lot. And, you know, I know that we've talked about bullying on the podcast before, but, like, we really wanted to bring it, not just because of what Instagram is doing more recently, but this is a bigger issue that people need to be talking about. It's a serious threat 
especially for kids, but for adults as well. According to Center for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, and the National Center for Education Statistics, approximately 20% of all students report being bullied. More specifically, 20% of high school students experience bullying in some form, 16% through cyberbullying, 33% of students aged 12 to 18 report bullying at school, and 27% of students who reported cyberbullying reported they were bullied at least once or twice a month. That in and of itself becomes bullies and then people who are bullied that become adults, right? Like yes. there's serious lasting effects. And another good place that you can go to for more resources is stopbullying.gov. And their definition, which I just wanted to get to before we kind of went into more of the statistics, is bullying is unwanted, aggressive behavior among school-age children that involves a real or perceived power imbalance. The behavior is repeated or has the potential to be repeated over time. And I think that that's important too, right? So that's why I want to kind of start with like a base definition of what everybody thinks, right? right. And then it goes to this snowflake phenomenon, right? That people are trying to say like, oh, you're just trying, you're being too sensitive. And it has those layers of being aggressive. Mm -hmm. And it's like, people like to hide behind, or at least adults like to hide behind there being this like, oh, I was just making a joke or I was trying right. to be funny. But I think the perceived power imbalance is important too. Yeah. Because sometimes people in the workplace, their boss is making a joke, quote unquote, and it's not okay. Like that's your boss. Yeah. And you don't want to say something. And like, I think that because Instagram touches everybody's life, like they have over like a billion people yeah. that are like on Instagram. I think it's really important as one of those big, I know they're part of Facebook now, but if you're thinking Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, like, you know, they're setting an example because they understand it's going to be difficult, but at least starting from this point where like how many kids are being affected, that's like a big amount of children. Well, it's the idea that just because we can't fix it all doesn't mean we shouldn't try. Try. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, and the biggest thing is, just like you said, these kids that are bullies and these kids that are being bullied and then become bullies themselves turn into adults. And it's a huge problem, not just with kids. And I think it's become something where, you know, so much in society, it's like, you know, put on your big girl pants or, you know, buck up and suck it up and just take it like, you know, like we're telling the victim to act differently and we're not trying to stop the bullying. Right. Once again, putting the burden on. Instagram is like, no, we need to stop this because what's the old saying? If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. It's yep. completely lost. Like, and one of the things... I don't even know. Is that even taught anymore? Right. Like, I don't believe the it. The golden rule is treat others how you want to be treated, right? And like, I remember in elementary right? school having these slains in, like, every single classroom on the wall. Right, right. Is right, it right. there anymore? Because I don't know. I don't... It is, but it's being lost, right, when, you know... And there are certain laws, because you're just like, oh, and I'm sure you've heard of this in the last couple of years, especially when Facebook was a lot bigger, and you saw that kids were getting bullied, because it... People, older people have to say, it used to stop when you got home. Right. Well, it doesn't right. now, right? It's right. constant. It can be 24-7. Yeah. You could live in terror 24-7. Yeah. And that's when we were seeing, I don't know if you remember, I def- we were definitely in law school, like a lot of children were killing themselves. Yeah. And they still continue to. I'm not saying that doesn't. But then law started coming out. And then I know that you kind of referenced some of the, like, what is the law say? So, unfortunately, there's not really a formal federal law 
that even addresses bullying. There's a number of laws in place that place of obligations on schools and certain protections, but the protections are for discrimination for protected populations. So we have the ADA that protects against discrimination based on disability, and we have Title IX and everything, but we don't really have something that is an overarching law that addresses bullying. Part of No Child Left Behind is the Safe and Drug-Free Schools and Communities Act, but even though that provides federal support for the promotion of school safety programs, it doesn't specifically address bullying or harassment in schools. It really leaves a lot up to the interpretation of schools and school districts on their own and the choice to either spend or not spend money on overarching programs. You know, I think I've said it before, like I've been on campuses where I've seen like posters that say, if you see something, say something. Well, it's like, that's not enough. It's not teaching these kids or like having one rally in an entire school year. So for protected populations, we do have a number of additional protections. But the problem is the enforcement. The enforcement is really scarce. So the Office of Civil Rights Division of the U.S. Department of Education enforces Title IX of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which prohibits discrimination on the basis of race, color, and national origin. And I'm sorry, that was Title VI. I'm getting my Roman numerals mixed up. <laughs> but then we have Title IX of the Education Amendments, which prohibits discrimination on the basis of sex, which we saw regulations of the Obama era that also extended to our kids who were transitioning, our transgender youth, which then President Trump has rescinded. I mean, California, we have better protections. We've talked about that before that align with that, but there are states that don't have that anymore. We have Title II of the Americans with Disabilities Act, which prohibits discrimination on the basis of the disability. But when we're talking about those statistics on bullying, like that's not those special populations. Special populations is probably actually a higher percentage, but when you're talking about overall, that's over, general, that's everybody. That's still a huge amount. So if we have these protections for these special populations, but we don't have protections for every kid for bullying, and also this bullying, those protections are just on those basis, discrimination basis. So like if a kid has a disability and they're being bullied, but they're not being bullied because of their disability, they're being bullied because of something else, these protections don't exist. You have to prove that it was specifically based on their disability. So if an African-American kid is being bullied because they're short, there's the argument that it has nothing to do with their race. I see, I see. And so that protection would not exist for them the same way it would be if they were being made fun of because they were black. And, you know, around bullying and saying things and writing things, you know, oftentimes people quote the First Amendment, you know, oh, we have freedom of expression, that's what makes America great, right? Uh, To take, I wish I would have said different. That's what makes America different. Yeah. In that we are able to express ourselves. And something that I think is important to know is that Instagram understands it. Because you have some proponents be like, oh, well, you're going to try to restrict and I have freedom of speech and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, at its most basic core, the First Amendment is being free from the government trying to restrict, you know, Facebook and Instagram are are private entities and I'm you know I am a lawyer but I'm no expert on the first amendment I'm hoping we're finding we're trying to look for somebody I mean I think we found somebody that can come on and talk about the first amendment a little bit more and how corporations and things are affected but I think that that's also important to understand in like the example that Amanda is saying like look because he is 
black, he doesn't automatically get to, you know, say, oh, you know, racial discrimination because he's right. right? And so that's important for people to say. And we're talking about more blatant kind of bullying and and obviously cyberbullying and how it relates to Instagram and the bullet.bullying.org. Well, so California, I know we talk about this a lot, about how California has these additional protections, but California by no means has figured it out because even though California has some additional regulations that are above and beyond the federal requirements that I just talked about, enforcement is still not there. So like California does have anti-bullying laws and regulations that extend further than the federal guidance. And California specifically defines bullying as any severe or pervasive physical or verbal act or conduct, including communications made in writing or by means of electronic act, including one or more act committed by a pupil or group of pupils directed towards one or more pupils that has or can be reasonably predicated to have the effect of one of the following. Placing a reasonable pupil or pupils in fear of harm that the pupil or those pupils, persons, or property be causing a reasonable pupil to experience a substantially detrimental effect on his or her physical health. I'm not trying health. to make fun of you, but it's like Peter Piper picked a peck. Well, no, I know. Like, it's so convoluted. Right. It has all this. But right. then it's like, well, how do you... Like, it covers cyberbullying and everything like that, but, like, it doesn't do much. Like, it puts in forth, like, it, policies. It's like definition, right? And, yes. and that's what people need to understand with the law. The law is very slow. Yes. And so what we have to do is we have to define it first. And so that's what California has done. And, but people want, you know, that's the A, people want the Z. Like, how are we getting there? And it's unfortunate that the law is really slow. And that's why you see cases that come forward that try to push the envelope and try to show the example of that first one that you had said, right? The intimidation. But even like going further than just like, I feel like it's easier to kind of like say, okay, this is the definition, this example like fits this definition. But the problem is like, so California policies, it's like, California schools are required to adopt a policy prohibiting harassment. Okay. They're what required to do a policy. That policy be, yeah. But not even what will that policy be, but like that doesn't require any implementation. That doesn't require any actual action. You can have a policy, like just like right. you can have the golden rule. It doesn't mean someone yeah, is required yeah. to follow. What's that's the enforcement policy, of that? Right. What's well, going to happen? That's like the step one. So we get this a lot. And I've talked about this on the pod with the dyslexia coalition that like came a couple years ago and passed like the policy, like schools are supposed to look into these things and have a program in place. And a lot of parents thought, oh, they have to have a program for dyslexia. Right. I was like, that's not what right. the law says. No. So even though was a great step forward it definitely was not a leap you yeah. know it defining it and that's what I think is so frustrating because the problem gets bigger and bigger right. and the law is slow to catch up and so yeah. that's why private entities such as Facebook I think or Instagram especially with saying you know war on bullying is important because it's there a lot of times corporations set the pace for things. Yeah. They change things, right? Like, yeah. You know, companies were providing medical maybe before it was something that the government was going to enforce. I know that was just recent and that was a bad example. But there are things that have been changed because these bigger corporations have... They're pushing soul, the envelope. If you will. Yeah. 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 And, and I think that that's important. And we've seen that a lot recently, especially with this administration of, of people, not just nonprofits being there right. to do things that the government shouldn't right. do, but we're seeing bigger entities... Um, trying to do better. Trying to, trying to make better. the world a well, better place. I think that is interesting. So the lead 
guy that's now at Instagram. So this is a Times Magazine article from just a couple days ago. And his name is Adam Moseri. He's the head of social media platform at Instagram. And he was doing the interview with Time Magazine. And what he was saying was that he's like, look, we will probably lose people. Like, we get it. That's And I think it was like for every like hour that somebody's on Instagram, like they make money. It's like $100,000. It's like crazy, right? Because advertising, things like that. And he was like, and people will probably leave because they feel like it's restrictive or whatever. He's like, but we have to bring some civility back. And I thought that that was so, like, we've lost. And you know why? It's because these trolls are anonymous, right, right, from these accounts. All these bots, these fake accounts, that's a problem. So he actually, when that whole drama came back, because he had first implemented um, the newsfeed feature on Facebook back in like 2008 or Mm. whatever. And then when, you know, our systems were attacked and things like that, he had created like a coalition like integrity or something like that that was like trying to go in and like clean that up through Facebook so it's not like he's just this new guy that like got this power at Instagram and he's like I think I'm going to do this like he's been at the forefront of what they're now using AI so artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. and so I when I was reading this article remember how you were like I can't find you I can't tag you oh yes so that so a lot of these features have already been implemented so when because you are public and you were trying to find me. To who's private. It, to who's private. I don't think it matters if oh. I was private, but, like, because you're public. Okay. Because, like, what a lot of these bullying um, Instagram accounts will do is, like, they'll tag people in different photos. Right. And so one of the things, kind of like a roadblock that they initiated was, like, if you're trying to post me in a public post. Because mm. they don't know. Like, you could still find me. Well, then it must be because you're private. Fill. It must be because you're private. No, no, no. no. Because some people, it's easy for me to do. Okay. If they're maybe, public. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're public and you're public, like, yeah. So maybe it is because I'm private. But it's the autofill. Like, so you know how, like, because you could tag me, but you just have to, like, Sometimes I can't. Name. Sometimes I write your whole name and it still doesn't it pop up. That's in the stories. Uh, uh, uh. But I'm thinking, like, you could still, like, type my name out and then have it. It may not link it, but, like, you could still, because they're talking about the autofill. Like, you trying to find you in that. Because you're saying, oh, and then I'll do that. But if they right. don't have the option to post even with that. I don't know. We'll try it. But anyway, that was just something that I'd read that I wanted to tell you about. So some of these That's things are already being implemented, right? So and then another thing is, so these bots are constantly learning, right, to a certain extent. Not bots, but the artificial intelligence. And there's still people that are overlooking things, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the other things that they're looking for or that they will prompt is like if you are writing something offensive it's now going to ask you are you sure you want to like write this Mm -hmm. so instead of just like shutting that person down like he's just like look we're just trying to nudge people well that's good because it's like no think about and of course I just went to go and try to do it and like it totally worked so it was like Instagram was like so, listening to but me but it's constantly changing right so, yeah so, so maybe i must have tagged a couple times friends, and then it's yeah, like okay whatever, because yeah. yeah now i and it definitely pops up whereas before it like and this popped up with just me like not even typing your handle but just typing your name whereas right. before like right definitely couldn't do that right and so Interesting. I, there's definite issues like he's not like hiding behind it right but one of the things that he realizes is that you know, if they're trying to look for 
in the like comments or whatever you know it might be different if a man is calling another woman ho whereas a female to female it might be an inside joke like he gets it there's some issues yeah but like what the ais are constantly learning are these examples that like the humans overseeing them well i mean if it's nudging people i mean it might still be a good thing because like even if like you're making a you have an inside joke with the person and you're using those words like that is a problem yeah that is a problem it's it's an inside joke because it's inside not right but even still you perpetuating that inside joke right right? right. using certain terms that like are just not good terms like how whenever like we deal with this a lot with people accidentally using the r word and then they'll catch themselves and be like oh but you know i didn't mean it like that and it's like it doesn't matter right even if you didn't mean it that way the minute that you keep saying it it's perpetuating that problem and so like exactly like there's certain things that we just shouldn't say like you know even like using the word stupid right Mm -hmm. it's like or, you know, some of our cuss words, right? Like, these are things where the more, even if you're not meaning it in that way, the yeah. more that people say it, the more right. it's a problem. And so maybe if this is encouraging people to be careful about the words that you use. And, of course, I'm not sitting here trying to say, like, I know, free speech, I get it, I get it, I'm not, whatever. But in that concept of, like, just being kind to other people, like, people should be more thoughtful. And I'm not saying that we're perfect in that. I mean, we definitely, you know, can catch ourselves, you know, maybe saying things about people that we don't like. You know, we all do it. We're all human. But, you know, if that little nudge helps people take a second thought to be like, oh, maybe I don't want to say that. Maybe there's something else I could say. Or maybe if I'm saying something mean about someone, maybe I just shut my mouth. Like, it's a huge problem that he's tackling because the three areas would be text would be the photo and then videos right and it's easy for them to catch and this is from the article you know some of these are easy to catch instagram's test classifier for example has been well trained to look for strings of words like you ugly ass gap tooth ass bitch and your daughter is a slag but they say Slang changes over time mm-hmm. and across cultures. We're not just That's dealing true. with America, right? Yeah. And so, you know, how are we catching these aggressive behaviors? Because they also think, or they also give the example of like, okay, consider somebody writing, I'm coming over later, and I'm coming over later no matter what you say, right? So it's like, mm. it's complicated. And like, yeah. but we admire the fact that he is trying to tackle this because what ends up happening is these hate pages right there's these anonymous accounts they're impersonating making fun of people a boyfriend could tag an ex in post to show that he's with other girls a girl might tag a bunch of friends in a post and like exclude someone and that's also a form of bullying and things like that so like you know being able to you because there's just too many Instagram accounts. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why AI is being used. Yeah. And he had said, yeah, these things are already being implemented. So that was one of the things that, like, that you and I had, like, noticed yeah. right away. Yeah. We just like, what the heck? We can't do yeah. this anymore. And it was just like, yeah, it's, like, so crazy. So, you know, they will reveal some of the data at towards the end of the year. Oh, that's good. What they have found, how they, what, what they're doing. That, so they will have their findings. But, yeah, it's definitely been there. Well, that's already. being good that they're being more transparent because I know oh, that that's sure. a big problem like say with Facebook even though now they're connected like Facebook a lot of people are mad about Facebook because they're not always as transparent about what they're doing yeah especially with like where our data is going so I think that that's good I definitely I mean yeah I definitely see people 
that are going to balk at it and not be happy with it. But it's like, you know what? Then you don't have to use it. And I'm sure that there are people out there that aren't using platforms like Instagram because of how much bullying. And so maybe they would come to it if they saw that it was a safer environment for people. And so I think it's going to be, you know, maybe some people are going to leave, but then maybe you're going to gain some people. So, but at the end of the day, like the fact that they're, that's not what they're worried about. They're like, this is the right thing to yeah. do. Like and, that's, and that's important. that's like one of the two things that they say that they have had ruled out. The second is what they're calling restrict. And so one of the things that they notice is that like the bullied will just like block the person. Yeah. So this is just like a little bit lesser. So what ends up happening is like a user will know when they're blocked. So then they'll just like create a fake account. Mm. But what they'll do is the victim can like review the comment, right? Kind of like how Facebook will allow, you know how you can review your comments yeah, like yeah, you yeah. Do it before you post it. Mm-hmm. On it's similar to that. And then you can approve them, delete them, or they will, as the article says, forever leave them in a pending state, invisible to all but the bully. Oh. Yeah. And then similar in direct messages. And if the bully tries to tag that person in public posts, Instagram won't help by auto-completing the handle. The bully will have to know the username and type it out exactly. It adds up to friction that makes it harder for quote-unquote bullies to bully mm. others. So they're not making things easy. So just little things like that, yeah. they're not making it easy for them right. to do it. They recognize, okay, some of these things, we don't want that to happen anymore, yeah. you know. And one of the things that they were talking about with the AI that I thought was interesting was that Sometimes if they have like a split screen and it's like a person's face and then like an animal, typically bullies don't filter that picture. Yeah. So it's easy for them to, or if there's like a big X over somebody's face, like they're going to know. Yeah. Or another form that I didn't even know, but like another form of stalking or can be perceived as stalking is somebody putting the same emoji on every single picture you post. So do you remember like a while ago, like there was snakes? Yes, on like Taylor Swift's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was this tiff between her and some other celebrity. Oh, did you see that? Oh, yeah. But yeah, people were like trolling her because of that. Yes, yes. And so, like, and that's something that's been out too. Like, I don't know. I know we. I haven't really been following The Bachelorette, but like, there's Mm -hmm. something. Like, something was revealed, and then this guy got completely like bullied like on social media oh like, shit so like i'm happy that like it affects everybody like yeah. it's just like and it's not okay we shouldn't be dealing with it no. uh, but anyway instagram we're really happy we're gonna see how that is gonna be affected hopefully we kind of give you some and like obviously like blog. we're talking about there's a difference between if someone in the public eye does something that's not okay and everyone goes and wants to share their test for that thing right, right? like president trump doesn't seem to be caring about these children locked in cages and these horrible conditions at the border. They're not doing anything. Like, people were going on social media and crying for action. Like, that's not the same thing, right? Because, like, something happens, someone does something wrong, we should be allowed to do that, right? Because it's the only way for politicians who are representing us to take action if they know what it is that we're pissed about, right? They need to know. But that's different from, like... Someone does one little thing and, like, everyone has to drag them. Like, that's not okay. Like, there's a fine line. And that's where, like, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how AI comes through because it is that fine line between, you know, what is something that we need to protect because it is an important part of free speech and what is just hate And you know what? Like, Instagram is doing their part and we should be doing our part. And if you go to stopbullying.com. 
gov. They have training on how to prevent bullying. Awesome. They have even a tab for like school districts and what they can be doing. Like mm-hmm. we get it. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Because right. just because you could be a school district and you could say we don't have to do more than X, Y, and Z right. doesn't mean you shouldn't do and, more. And nobody. And you can do more. That. I don't think anybody's necessarily thinking that. I get it. They get overwhelmed. There's a million and one other things, but this is prevalent. It's an illness that yep. we need to stop. Yep. And it's an epidemic. Yeah. Thank you. It's an epidemic. And hopefully this kind of gives you guys some insight. If you have any information about a program that your school has. Yeah. Anything or, like an actual program, yeah. not posters on the wall. Right, right. We'd love to have you on to talk about yeah, it because be I think that's something where like I hear all the time is like, well, where do we start? What do we do? Do we do? Like mm-hmm. it's all fine. Well, to say the laws don't require much. Right. But what do we do? So we'd love to hear from you. Be kind to each other. As Ellen would say, be kind to one another. All right. Hope you guys have a good week and we will stay cool. Bye. Bye.